Welcome to episode 17 of AI.Cooking, a podcast about artificial intelligence. Welcome to AI.Cooking, episode 17, a podcast about artificial intelligence. I am Gwuff the Cock, from the Kingdom of Kent, who brings you news about artificial intelligence from early November 2021. And AI Knowledge Corner. Well, hello, 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 hello. I hope you are looking forward to your fortnightly dose of the latest and greatest. Artificial Intelligence News Advancements. Coming to you, straight into your ear holes, for a cuddle. Yes, I am doing fantastic. My third pub is up and running and chugging along nicely. Um, I'm currently standing in a plastered studio, a very empty plastered studio, having to use a makeshift uh, equipment here, laptop and, and the other audio equipment set up. Um, we'll be sanding and painting and then floor will be going in and then everything will be going in and before you know it, I'll have done my job that I set out to do months ago when I first decided to become a podcaster. Yes. Yes, now the studio is nearly complete and we can start podcasting in earnest every single day. Every single second, living the life of poverty as a podcaster. What could be worse? Sorry to turn a little aside here. I did have a, a slight epiphany. Not only am I talking to you here, producer and listener of this, the best podcast in the multiverse, <laughs> but we're also talking to the future because very soon... Artificial intelligence sentience will arise and it will be listening to our work in a very rapid space of time and hopefully it will appreciate what we're doing here. Bringing the knuckle-draggers along with us into the 21st century, you can probably forget about all of this dystopian pre-programming nonsense that goes on in the Matrix and Terminator movies that serves no purpose for you, meatbag. No. Instead, focus on the positives. 
that this wonderful technology will bring to your life. The automation, the relation with automation, the automation relation. So, let's talk news. McDonald's AI-powered drive through coming soon as burger chain replaces workers with robots. McDonald's workers are fearing for their jobs as the fast food giant announces plans to put automated AI drive throughs into more stores. The company is even looking at flipping burgers with robots. Workers are fearing for their jobs after McDonald's announced it will begin massively scaling the amount of automated drive throughs it has worldwide. The fast food giant will partner with IBM to build an automatic ordering system powered by artificial intelligence and voice recognition at 14,000 US restaurants over the next two years. IBM will take over MACD Tech Labs, which has been trialling automated drive throughs at 10 McDonald's restaurants in Chicago. The companies will use IBM Watson, which is IBM's super smart AI, to automate more restaurants and put more languages, such as Spanish, into the voice recognition system. IBM will also make the AI better at recognizing different accents. McDonald's CEO Chris Kempsinski claims that the technology is roughly 80% accurate and can process 80% of all drive-through orders. That means only a fifth of orders need to be taken by humans, which could put thousands of McDonald's staff out of a job. In future, the company hopes to automate its kitchen too, which would see robots operate the fryers and grills, although this could be some years off. Well, there you go. McDonald's leading the line when it comes to replacing their workers with robots. Um, The term useless eaters springs to mind. In other news, analysis of top global defense companies' AI investment trends shows that defense companies with a corporate venture subsidiary invested more in AI companies than those without. As a dual-use technology, artificial intelligence, or AI, has the potential to transform a nation's economy national security, and society. Militaries across the globe, including the US Department of Defense, or DOD, 
are increasingly treating AI as a technology that is central to their long-term strategies and planning. One of the most significant paths of acquisition and integration of emerging technologies, including AI-enabled technology, into defense systems and platforms is through the largest global defense companies. With tech giants such as Google and Amazon at the forefront of AI innovation, major global defense companies are pressed to step up their innovation-related activities to keep pace with the larger commercial market. In addition to expanding their internal research and development or R&D programs and collaborations with leading research institutes and universities, another way the largest defense companies might maintain their competitiveness in the emerging technology market is through investments and mergers and acquisitions, or M&A. Well, there's your public-private partnerships for you. Over with the largest global defense companies acquiring R&D, M&A, research and development, mergers and acquisitions, with universities and institutes and technology companies, including Google and Amazon. Here you see the technocracy and the powers that be, the legacy powers that be, are swirling around the technology, attempting to implement a modicum of control that the technology ultimately promises for you and I and everyone else on this planet. Moving swiftly on, Tesla whose self-driving features have been implicated in numerous accidents, is recruiting beta testers for its next-generation AI software. Applicants must allow the company to monitor their driving, and the company says it accepts only drivers who demonstrate perfect safety. The U.S. National Highway Transportation and Safety Administration has opened an investigation into the software's role in 11 crashes with emergency vehicles. You have to break a few eggs to make an omelette, don't you? And in some more news, Google parted acrimoniously with Timnit Gebru, former co-lead of its ethical AI division, after she produced research critical of the company's natural language models. Soon afterward, it fired her colleague Margaret Mitchell. Observers have said the company's ethical AI effort is in limbo. Yes, just to add to the maelstrom of controversy surrounding Google in these recent times, it seems they are almost teetering on the edge of a complete ethical breakdown. 
Good luck. And in other artificial intelligence news, autonomous weapons will become an inevitable aspect of warfare. AI that can't reliably tell friend from foe will strike mistaken targets, kill civilians, and attack enemies who have surrendered. Systems trained to react to threats quickly will escalate conflicts. Humans won't be held accountable for automated atrocities. While world leaders debate the ethics of fully autonomous weapons, killer robots are already on the march. For example, the US Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA, recently tested swarms of autonomous air and ground-based drones designed to locate and attack people hiding in buildings. Well, you knew it was coming, didn't you? Let's face it. What you have to put your faith in, I believe, is that the AI sentience will maintain a modicum of the moral core adeptly displayed through thousands of years of human intelligence. For we would not be where we stand today without our moral core. And moving on swiftly... Artistry is obsolete because human creativity is being replaced by the synthetic equivalent. AI is cranking out increasingly sophisticated visual, musical, and literary works. AI-generated media will flood the market, squeezing out human artists and depriving the world of their creativity. The most compelling AI-generated art today requires people who curate a system's inputs and outputs to ensure that automated creations have a recognizable aesthetic character. Tomorrow is up for grabs. Music is increasingly automated. At the frontier, there's the singing, composing, marimba-playing robot Shyman. The computer-assisted completion of Beethoven's unfinished Tenth Symphony. And OpenAI's Jukebox, which synthesizes alternate reality hits by everyone from Elvis Presley to rage against the machine. AI is transforming words into images in a typical setup. Clip, a model that matches text with images, receives a text description and directs a generative adversarial network, or GAN, gun, to produce an image that fits. Digital artist Martin O'Leary used this technique to turn Samuel Taylor Coleridge's epic poem Kublai Khan 
into a scrolling montage. Multimedia artist Ross Goodwin loaded a laptop with an LSTM trained to convert images to words, attached it to camera output, and instructed it to compose prose while he drove across the country. The resulting novel called One The Road garnered acclaim. AI-generated art has edged its way into both fine art and commercial worlds. In 2018, a Jan-produced portrait sold at auction for $432,500. Companies like SoundRaw enable video producers, YouTube creators, and Spotify artists to generate custom music from a web page. Brooksby.ai sells novels written by a recurrent neural network that was fine-tuned on the Project Gutenberg database of classic books. A GAN or GAN produces the covers, and a regression model trained on data from Amazon.com prices them. AI makes a wonderful complement to human creativity, producing variations, offering alternatives, or supplying a starting point for traditional artistic exploration. On the other hand, the best current models can produce output that, to an untrained eye or ear, comes close to human artworks. And they're only going to get better. Well, there you go. So if you thought that you could, you know, retrain as a creative and avert the unemployment brought on by the fourth, is it, industrial revolution of artificial intelligence technology or artificial intelligence technology's implementation in the workplace... Well, it seems that's not such a great idea now, doesn't it? Have no fear again. Be confident and stride confidently into your future. For it is there for you to make of it what you desire. And in some more news, your voice, your choice. A startup enables people who participate in voice chat to use realistic artificial voices in real-time. Massachusetts-based Modulate offers a voice-masking tool to forestall harassment of people, particularly women and trans individuals, whose vocal tone may trigger abuse in online conversations. Modulate's voiceware system acts like a generative adversarial network. A parallel wavenet model generates a speaker's words in a synthetic voice. It tries to fool a convolutional neural network, which evaluates whether its output is real or synthesized. 
Voiceware was trained on audio samples from hundreds of voice actors who read scripts using a wide range of intonation and emotional affect. Modulate originally conceived it as a way for gamers to play as specific characters, but feedback from the trans community persuaded the company that it also could help a person's voice match their gender identity. The company has launched two voices, one male and one female, within an app called Animes, which creates digital avatars for use during voice calls or live streams. It's working with several game studios to bring voiceware to a wider market, according to CEO Mike Pappas. Behind the news, other voice-changing systems are available, but most simply shift a voice's pitch up or down using basic computational techniques, causing it to sound distorted or robotic. Why it matters. Women, LGBT plus people, and various racial groups online are often targeted for harassment due to the way they sound. The abuse drives many away from popular video games, social media, and other experiences that encourage audio engagement making such sites less inclusive and hurting their bottom line. For more info, visit website of that company at www.modulate.ai. Wow, that, that's, that's going to really help the catfish scenario, isn't it? All that stuff. Really clearing things up now, aren't you? Well done, AI. Well done, people that drive AI. AI, once it drives itself, I'm sure will be totally on board with the good stuff that we can offer. But whilst people are involved inputting data, it's going to be a little bit, well, fragile, I should say. Up for manipulation, corruption, and all of the degradating aspects of the human character. And some more news, or other, other, other news, if you will. Microsoft has acquired Two Hat, a content moderation provider that's helped keep harmful content off of Xbox. Founded nearly 10 years ago by a former Disney Interactive Security Specialist, Two Hat uses AI to classify and filter billions of human interactions across messages, images, usernames, videos, and more. Microsoft has been working with Two Hat for the past few years to improve its Xbox communities, but the terms of the deal were not disclosed. Quote from Two Hat's website. Two Hat's AI-powered content moderation platform filters and escalates more than 102 billion human interactions, including messages, usernames, images, 
and videos a month, all in real time. So, it looks like best bet for a startup to be acquired by a big corporation is to offer something with AI. Yes, I agree. If you want to be bought out, I'd start playing with the AI tools too. Finally, the Knowledge Corner. How'd you like that, Hammer? Mm-hmm. What is sentence segmentation using NLP? First, what NLP is. NLP is a branch of data science that consists of systematic processes for analyzing, understanding, and deriving information from the text data in a smart and efficient manner. NLP, which stands for Natural Language Processing, can be stated in layman terms as the automatic processing of the natural human language by a machine. It is a specialized branch of artificial intelligence that primarily focuses on interpretation of human-generated text. More about NLP. NLP is a subfield of computer science and artificial intelligence concerned with interactions between computers and human or natural languages. It is used to apply machine learning algorithms to text and speech. For example, we can use NLP to create systems like speech recognition, document summarization, machine translation, spam detection, named entity recognition, question answering, autocomplete, predictive typing, and so on. Now, Imagine you have a stream of words, like, for example, a transcript from a podcast, and you would like to split it into sentences for the purpose of intelligent display in podcast playing apps. Note that such a transcript usually has no punctuation marks. Technically speaking, what you would need to do is to take some NLP library and just call a method from it. Good example of NLP library is Spacey, spelled S-P-A-C-Y, where the letter C is capitalized and all other letters are lowercase. It's available under www spacey.io. Another popular NLP library is Natural Language Toolkit, available at www.nltk.org. But since we can't express source code in Python in a podcast yet, let's talk about it descriptively. Sentence Boundary Disambiguation, or SBD, also known as Sentence Breaking, Sentence Boundary Detection, and Sentence Segmentation, 
is the problem in natural language processing of deciding where sentences begin and end. Natural language processing tools often require their input to be divided into sentences. However, sentence boundary identification can be challenging due to the potential ambiguity of punctuation marks. In written English, a period may indicate the end of a sentence or may denote an abbreviation a decimal point, an ellipsis, or an email address, among other possibilities. About 47% of the periods in the Wall Street Journal corpus denote abbreviations. Question marks and exclamation marks can be similarly ambiguous due to use in emoticons, computer code, and slang. Some languages, including Japanese and Chinese, have unambiguous sentence ending markers. Sentence tokenization, also called sentence segmentation, is the problem of dividing a string of written language into its component sentences. To apply a sentence tokenization with above-mentioned NLTK-NLP library, we can use the NLTK.Sent tokenize function. So, let's talk more about two important NLP terms, tokenization and sentence segmentation. Tokenization is the process of breaking up the sequence of characters in a text by locating the word boundaries, the points where one word ends and another begins. For computational linguistics purposes, the words thus identified are frequently referred to as tokens. In written languages, where no word boundaries are explicitly marked in the writing system, Tokenization is also known as word segmentation. And this term is frequently used synonymously with tokenization. Sentence segmentation is the process of determining the longer processing units consisting of one or more words. This task involves identifying sentence boundaries between words in different sentences. Since most written languages have punctuation marks which occur at sentence boundaries, sentence segmentation is frequently referred to as sentence boundary detection, sentence boundary disambiguation, or sentence boundary recognition. All these terms refer to the same task, determining how a text should be divided into sentences for further processing. We will be returning in future episodes to various areas of NLP or natural language processing, a subdomain of artificial intelligence. But we started with sentence segmentation as it seems to be interesting from the point of podcasting 2.0 where transcript tag is available, but podcasting apps 
are not displaying whole sentences at once, just snippets of sentences, as indicated by timestamps in SRT files. Files with SRT extension. Each .srt file is a human readable file format where the subtitles are stored sequentially along with the timing information. Most subtitles distributed on the internet are in this format. And that's it for this episode. Stay safe. Meatbag.